ourselves to the judge this morning. Let's give God a praise for our elder joy. My goodness, my goodness, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on and bless him, hallelujah. My God, my God, hallelujah. It is an honor, hallelujah, to be in the house on today. Oh, come on and bless him. Come on and magnify his name. Come on, let us exalt his name together. He is awesome. He is a mighty God. Hallelujah. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Shifting in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. And that shift has your name on it. My God, my God, my God. He is able. He is able. He is able. Hallelujah. I will not be silent. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. For his praises shall continuously be in my mouth. Hallelujah. I'm excited. I'm excited about Jesus. I never thought in my life that I would be standing here preaching the word of God. But it is truly an honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give my life unto thee. Thank you that you've chosen me for such a time as this. I high five you, Esther. I believe God. And all that he's going to do in our lives. Hallelujah. Yeah, we have to wear a mask. But it won't keep us from being quiet. We have got to give God praise, honor, and glory. Because he's so deserving of it. Hallelujah. When you think back over your life, I'm not going to tell you to turn to your neighbor. Because there's sometimes you've got to think about it yourself. You've got to make a declaration yourself. You've got to trust God yourself. When you stand before him, you'll be there by yourself. My God. My God, my God. We bless Jesus. We bless Jesus. Let me, let me, let me, let me do this right. First, give an honor to God who is truly, 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 truly. And every day, every day that I'm living this thing is the head of my life. We hear this all the time. It becomes cliche, but I want you to know, hallelujah, when you sell out, sold out for God, that's all that it matters. Hallelujah. Have your way today. Hallelujah. I'll be a drink offering before you on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to miss another opportunity. How about you? Will we bless God? Hallelujah. I feel your spirit. Hallelujah. The atmosphere is charged on today, so there is absolutely no excuse, right? We ain't scared and we ain't afraid. Hallelujah. There'll be no distractions. Hallelujah. The word shall go forth for power and demonstration. Hallelujah. We bless God. We bless God. We bless God for our apostle, Dr. Suzanne Howard. We bless God for all that she's pouring out before us and all that she does, the time that she spends with us. We don't take it for granted, but we're learning every single day. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First General Bernard Howard, we give you praise. We bless God for you. We love you. Hallelujah. We bless God for uh, Pastor D. EBT Tangy, we bless God for you. All the elders, 
training elders, all the ministers in the gospel, and all those and the viewers. If you a minister, if you a leader, we bless God for you too. Hallelujah. We bless God for the visitors. We bless God because there's an anointing upon you too. You just haven't answered. Come on and bless him. He's able. He's able. He is able. He is able. Hallelujah. Bless God. We bless God today. Thank God for the musicians. We love you. Hallelujah. We bless God for the intercessors and the prophetic company. We bless God for the fivefold ministry. We bless God for you. Even though you're not clapping, we still praise God for you because there's healing and deliverance in the house. And all you have to do is reach up and grab it. Hallelujah. Bless God. Bless God. Hallelujah. I will be coming from first. I, uh, I mean, I've already been in prayer, so I don't, that's not, I didn't miss anything, but we're still going to pray because sometimes people, oh, you know, she didn't pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you and we honor you and we give you praise on today. Father, we thank you, Father. Decrease joy, oh God, that you may be glorified. We thank you, Father, that all that I've been through in my life for this particular moment, oh God, you may have your will manifest in me. I'm willing, I'm ready, and I'm open, oh God. The Holy Spirit will take over. Do what you do best show up and show out in the matchless name of Jesus we thank you and we praise you on today hallelujah his word is true his word has never gone void and we bless God we're coming from 2nd Corinthians 5 and 17 therefore if anyone if any one of us is in Christ he we are new creatures hallelujah all things are passed away behold all things become new Today I'm going to be speaking on the secrets of our bloodline cleansing. Within this week, month, or um, last couple of weeks, um, Sundays, we have been teaching and coming before you. Uh, first, with Minister Mike, he began to talk about know thy enemy, and Elder Lisa preached on prophetic levels. And Minister Thomasina began to preach on the prophetic dimension in the course of heaven. And EBT, Pastor Tangi, last week taught on the accuser's nature. So today, I will be speaking on the blood, our bloodline, far as being cleansed. So the secrets of cleansing the bloodline. Amen? Just the title alone is, is powerful. Because when you begin to think about some of the things that we're going through, hallelujah, we have to think back on where it first started, and that's in our bloodline. And so in our bloodline, when we begin to think of some of the things that you've, been, you've gone through in life, and it may be a little devastating for some of you, but hold on, hold tight, because the master, hallelujah, are all consuming fires in the house on today. So if you feel as though, I don't know if I wanna go and back into that place, that dark place, I want you to understand something, we going to go back because this is the time that we are new creatures in Christ and the old thing that we're holding on to, the very old thing that's causing us to be consumed, that we can't move forward, hallelujah, it's breakthrough season for you on today. There's a shifting in the atmosphere and God is doing what he's going to do because he's already done it. We keep praying and asking God to do something that he did 2,000 years ago. So today we got to understand we may have to travel back. And that's only to take back what's yours. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Understand this, that the enemy's design, his design, his design to frustrate us. Every situation the enemy tries to deal with us, he, because he has no power, he wants to frustrate you and deny you the right to function in the courts of heaven. We've been talking about the courts of heaven. And a lot of times people think that that is a method of praying. That is not a method of praying. It is a spiritual dimension. Now, even in the spiritual dimension, when you think about Christ, um, Psalms 82 comes to mind when God says, I, I stand up and I open the courts of heaven. Why? Because he pleads our cases. And see, he pronounces judgment on the judge. So right there, that tells you that everything you're going through, even when an enemy comes, he's already defeated. God already pronounced judgment on him, okay? So I don't care how difficult that situation that you have been through, yes, it is real. Yes, it is very real. We, you know, a lot of times there are sexual abuse. There are situations that you, you was out of your control. You had no power over that. There is addiction that you deal with. And some things you don't understand why I keep going back and forth because today we're gonna check out the bloodline. And we have to go back to that place. But I promise you, once again, we're coming back out. Amen. But sometimes you have got to go visit that deep, dark place. Hallelujah. That God may bring light to it. There are some things we have shut ourselves down even from God. Hallelujah. He said, I want to occupy that place. I want to occupy that place. I've already did the work for you on the cross. The work was already done. So where you was guilty, the verdict says not guilty. So God is faithful to us. And I want to get this in your head because this is the last time of the revolving door of your mind. God has told me to tell you that it is time to be delivered from the dark seated place. I said, okay, God, I will do that. And so we praise God for the assignment on today, but I want you to understand this. This is a very serious matter because I begin to check out my own bloodline. I begin to go back and I'm like, mm. I started humming. Mm. You understand we all have something. Every last one of us have something in our bloodline that we need God to do. Now this is what I want you to do. Just Think about it as I'm speaking to you. That very thing that has held you captive. Keep thinking. Keep thinking about it. It is imperative to deal with all bloodline issues. This is a safeguard for us. And it is God's will that we function in a course of heaven. Why? Because it's not a method of praying. It is a place that God has laid for us. He has given us access into the holies of holies. He said, be holy for I am holy. Here's the situation. Why, why is it impossible? Why is it important for us to understand the bloodline? Why is it important for us to understand the power even entering into the courts of heaven? It is important for us to understand that even in our sin, uncleanliness, cleanliness, ungodly activity, those things that causes us to sin cannot allow us to go into the place 
that God has ordained for us to go. And so today, I want to talk to the people about cleansing that's where even in our bloodline that is causing you not to go into the place. And that's why you wonder why some people say, well, I, I pray, but I, I, you know, I spend a couple of minutes. Or, you know, I love God, but those are tricks of the enemies. Understand this. The enemy do have legal rights. Only when you sin. See, he can only be powerful in your weakness. He can only wreak habit in your life when you sin so here's the thing we have got to know that when you begin you're still thinking about that situation I haven't forgotten about you you're still thinking about it we're still thinking about it yep it, it, when you when you sin before God what do you say you do what, what, what do what do God say he does excuse me you know I'm, 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 I'm moving I'm moving I began to study that's all right but long as you understand the words that's coming out of my mouth amen Hallelujah. What, what, what happens when you sin? God turns his face from us. Yes. For that moment, for that time, before you even ask for forgiveness, you are uncovered. So when he gave me, when he told me that, I'm like, you hear this all the time. When we sin, God turns his face from us. But what happens when you turn your face from us? Because, you know, you are my provision. You are my protection. You are my healer. You are my, you are my refuge. So when you turn your face from it because you can't stand the presence of sin. We're stuck. So think about it. If you haven't asked God to forgive you of your sins or you have not confessed and you're wondering why I don't feel anything, I'm not telling you to turn to your neighbors because this is about us today. When you begin to think about that, how is that working for you? God calls us to have access into a place that he died for. And a lot of us are not utilizing that place. Today, we will. Because God is faithful. Sin causes us not to be in a place of the holies of holies. And now we have to understand that even in a, as an unclean vessel, we are not functioning properly but today God is faithful when I began to read Zechariah 3 and 4 I'm just going to paraphrase the story for you Joshua was resisted by the devil because Joshua wore filthy rags and at the time Joshua wasn't able to go into the holies of holies because he had to change his garments so as God as God began to cleanse him from his iniquity because it was his iniquity that caused him not to go into the place where God has allowed him to go into because of uncleanliness, right? Cleansedness. But even in that, God was making him to know that even in his garments, his garments needed to be changed. In order for his garment to change, then he had access to go into the courts of heaven. So even in that, Joshua received righteous new clothes from the Lord and he was able to go in to the holies of holies. Now the enemy have no more legal grounds, hallelujah, to convict, to offend, to accuse. So why are you talking about 
garments, Elder Joy. I'm talking about garments because today a lot of us are walking around with filthy garments on. I know you got up and you bathed and you combed your hair and you did what you needed to do. You straightened up your wig and you got it on tight. But I want you to know something. If you are not cleansed before the Lord, hallelujah, this thing is spiritual, has nothing to do with our natural. Yes, you look good today, but how are you dressed in the spiritual? A lot of times we portray, oh, I love God. Oh, I'm doing the right thing. But how are you dressed in the spiritual? See, that spiritual place can't take us into spiritual realms when we are in filthy rags. So we have to change our garments on today. Just like Joshua and God began to change his garment, the Lord is changing ours on today. Amen. Even with a mask on, God is going to change it. We got to understand that even in an unclean place, this realm means that when we, are spirit, when we have spiritual garments that are filthy, we are polluted or defiled, defiled due to sin. Yeah. Quiet sin, loud sin, yeah. it's all sin. Yeah. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, yeah. we have got to confess before God. Yeah. Some of us are so comfortable in our sin that we don't even confess anymore. We're just doing it. And there's a powerless uh, uh, realm that you're activating in. And that's why the enemy is wreaking habit. But know this, there's power today. Yes, yes. See, we have legal access. When Jesus died on the cross, yes. we have legal rights yes. to enter in. Yes. He do not. So he has to stand on the outside of the courts. Yes. I need to ask you a question. Why are you standing on the outside of the courts with him? Okay. Our garments, a person, a person garments can be cleaned. It is a mark of our authority. Did you hear that? Yeah. Our authority. Yeah. I want you to understand this, that when you know your authority because yeah. you're dressed well, guess what? You don't have to just stare at the power in the pulpit. You can be the power. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bless God. Bless God. Psalms 24. And who shall ascend into the hills of the Lord? Who? Who or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. He said, who, who, who of you are standing in a clean place? Who have lifted, have not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. Bless God. When I think about Esther and the story of Mordecai, he changed his garments. His garments was more uh, uh, ashes. Okay, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Yep. Sackcloth and ashes. Sat because of things that was going on and Haman had already pronounced that he was going to kill the Jews. So Haman began to, he ripped his clothes and he put on that which was a mourning place for him. So when Esther found out about it, she began to send him clothes. So she even know the power of changing your garments. We have to know the same thing. We have to understand it. It's time to change your garments. Hallelujah. I have seven points. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, you say, some God. You know what? It doesn't take God long to do nothing. But if you get this, if you understand that we're not going to live in that vicious cycle or even in that dark place. And so there are seven points that we have to understand about the cleansing of our blood. And understand this, that the work that Christ did on the cross has already paid for us. And we don't have to ask for anything. We just got to shift our minds into it. 
Now you can have somebody pray for you. The awesome thing about even this epidemic, this pandemic that we're going through, we all have to wear a mask. Nobody really want to touch anybody. So guess what? When that happens, you can't pray for somebody. You can't lay hands on them because the Bible says, let, don't lay hands on anyone. You got to be careful. Don't do it so suddenly. So that's okay. It falls in line. It falls in line with what we have to do. So somebody will say, I, wanna, I want healing. I, I want God to heal me from this place, this bloodline issue. Well, here's the thing. You could be changed right now, even in your seat. You can be changed. You're still going back, right? I gave you an assignment to go way back where it all first began. That thing that causes you this vicious cycle. We're still thinking about it, right? Amen. Stay right there. Stay right there because it's only, only through the word that pierced darkness. So somebody will say, why you keep bringing me back to that dark place? Only through the word. Only through the word that's going to pierce that darkness for you. But you got to understand that somebody, somebody will say, I don't want to go back to that place where you have to because it's causing you to be out of alignment with Christ. And he causes us to divinely align. He is time. He is a healer. He is Jehovah Nisi. We call him Jehovah Rapha because we want things, but you should want deliverance. Amen. We bless God. So for the first point, I have seven points that I'm going to speak to you about cleansing of the blood. The first one is that we must know that Jesus died for us all and our transgressions and iniquities was dealt with on the cross. Colossians 2 and 4 says, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary, contrary to us. And he said, and has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. First point, Christ died for us. The work that was done on the cross already. Somebody was saying, God, do this for me. He's telling you, I did it already. Amen. So this is part of the verdict. And when it, everything that flows from the cross, know that God, is, he finished the work. And in the cross, there were, that was the greatest legal transaction that would ever happen in history, past, or present. Nothing new under the sun when it comes to Jesus. Hallelujah. The second point is that we must know that in regards to to this execution, the finished work of the cross. It is imperative of winning in the course of heaven. We can revoke the curses. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. There are curses that have been pronounced on your lives. But God is faithful. God is faithful. That's why he tells us now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Because then everything that we may not know everything now, but then there's going to come a time when Christ is going to reveal everything to us. But we cannot be in the outside of what he has already gave to us, which is the inner courts. It's time for a shift. Hallelujah. So that was the greatest thing that happened in Christ. And when we think about anything that's been unexecuted, an unexecuted verdict, excuse me, verdict, have no power. And this is why the enemy causes us trouble. He have no power, but we only give him power when we don't follow what Christ is telling us to do. He only have power when we begin to sin. 
And I pray that you're not partner up with the enemy. But there is hope for us. Yes, it's hard. We're going through a lot. We deal with a lot. And you want to be healed. Your spirit man is crying out. Your flesh is saying, but I like it. Your spirit man is crying out. But your flesh man is saying, I like it. But God is saying, it draws me away from you. What's more important? Hanging out with the enemy or being in the inner courts with the Father? Number two, as I was saying, the execution, the finished work on the cross causes us to win. And anything that's unexecuted have no power. The devil himself have no power. And that's why he goes into our bloodline. That's why he chooses those things that's been hidden in our bloodline. It's time to expose everything that the enemy would try to do. Guess what? You don't have to tell everybody everything that you're going through. But know this. You can expose it before God. He, you can be buck born naked before God. And you can begin to tell him, this is what I'm dealing with. If you're embarrassed about a situation, you can lay before God because he won't embarrass you. Amen? Hallelujah. Even in that, we have to understand that our pain is, consist is a consistent reminder of the issues in our blood. I'll say that again. Our pain is a consistent reminder of the pain and the issues that are in the bloodline. Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. If you know nothing else, know that the work that was done on the cross, we are healed. We're set free. And we are delivered. I don't care what they spoke in your life. Every negative curse word, you are healed and set free by the blood of Christ Jesus. You have the power to revoke that. You have the power to cut and uproot the curse. Let's continue. But this verdict causes us to be secure in Christ. The verdict that Christ did for us, we were, see, when we die, excuse me, when we were born, we were born in iniquity. So we were already in a sinful place. But because the verdict of the cross, we are healed. And we are no longer, you know, damned to go to hell. Because of the verdict that was done for us. And because of the power of Christ's life that was finished. It causes us to begin. It causes us to live a holy, powerful life before God. And we have to know that we can't live outside of the inner courts. I don't care what's going on when you think about it. Are you living on the outside of the inner courts? When God is telling us to enter in what you do in secret, what you do when you pray to me, I would reward you openly. There's no way that believers should be condemned or not making it or some of the situations that you're going through, you look like you are defeated. The Bible says that we are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who loves us. Why are you living a defeated life? You have power in you. I don't care where you are. Get up and begin to run again. My God, my God. So even in the verdict, remember this, that 
that empowered place that the enemy tries to bring us into, we got to know that I refuse. You have to be determined to come out of that place. The Holy Spirit is here for us, and it helps us, and it gives us what we need. Hallelujah. We win. We win. The accuser will bring accusations against us, but we win. Once again, God stands up in the courts of heaven. Hallelujah. In all your cases that you plead before him. Hallelujah. The manifestation of our prayers are being answered because the Father, hallelujah, knows exactly what we need even before he acts. That's why he said, just ask me. I know what you need. But the fact of the matter is you're not asking me. It's time to cleanse our bloodline. Where are you in this situation? Have you met that point? What will cause you that revolving door in your mind? Are you in that dark place? Because it's only through the word of God that we're going to be free, healed, and set free. When we think about Hebrews 12 and 24, it talks about the blood. The blood is still speaking for us today. Many thousands of years ago, although the blood was shed, the blood is still speaking today. If you know nothing else, plead the blood of Jesus over your case. Plead the blood of Jesus over that pain, that rejection. Plead the blood of Jesus over that fear. Plead the blood of Jesus over the rape. Plead the blood of Jesus. We're not pleading because we're wearing it like a blanket. But here's the thing. The blood has power. And Christ is telling us, I need you to enter the inner courts. I need you to begin to pray. Trust me. I will bring you out. I will deliver you. Point three. The cleansing of the blood is knowing our bloodlines go all the way back to Adam and Eve where it all began, where the sin took place. But we thank God that he came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. And so now that we have Christ, we have him on our, listen, he's in our hearts. The power of the cross will cause us to live. We have liberty and peace and healing. We are set free. We are no longer bound in that place. Plead the blood of Jesus over your bloodline. Although we are born in iniquity, God created a clean heart in us. He renewed a right spirit. The fourth point, is that we must go back and investigate everything. When you go back to your bloodline, you have to go back to the mother and the father. You have to go from generation to generation to the grandmothers, your ancestors. What happened in your bloodline that's causing us to be at a standstill? It's hard. But guess what? You have the power to break the curse. We want to talk about the new this and all this stuff is going on. The, um, the, we have uh, uh, computers. We have all this stuff 
that we, we, we have at our disposal, new things, new creation things that's happening in the world, but we're still stuck in an old place in our bloodlines. And we keep owning it as though it was your fault. It's not your fault. But it's your God-given right to be healed and delivered from that. We've got to trust God even in that. It's real, yes. It happened. You had no control over it. But you have the power now to decree and declare over your life that it stops here. It stops in my children's life. When the last time you prayed for your family? When was the last time you lift them up? And when was the last time you took the oil and you covered them? You drenched them in the oil and said, I will not. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can you pass me that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When was the last time you've done that? How do you allow the enemy to wreak havoc in your homes? Some of you have rejoiced in the fact that you have new birth in your family, but you're still dealing with the old curse line. New life has entered into the family, but you're still allowing the old to wreak habit on that you call precious. Come on. Come on. I, I think I will. Hallelujah. I think I will. You got me up here sweating. I think I will. Bless Jesus. It's time for us to get healed. We can no longer keep going through the same thing, saints of God. How long? How long are we going to tarry with the same old thing? Even God said, wait for it. It's going to happen. I know he's talking about the vision, but y'all need to have a vision. <laughs> it starts with a vision. I guess I'm so, every Saturday we were an apostle and we talk about the vision. Vision is oozing out of me. <laughs> Brody points, Pastor D. So we bless God. We bless God. Where I'm at, fifth? Okay, number four, I still was dealing with four, but we have to discover the, the patterns, the iniquities in our bloodline. We have to discover the addictive behaviors. We have to discover the fears, the sexual perversion, the anger, the violence. We have to, we, listen, you, it didn't just happen to you. you it, it, it was in your bloodline, and you began to act upon what the only thing you know. When you was raised up in the house, and I'll use me as an example so nobody won't be offended, I love my mother to death. She is, although she's gone, she's still my queen. But my mother used to cuss like a, woo! Everything she said was a cuss word. So when I started going to school, I'm like, shoot! I won't say it. <laughs> I started cussing, because that's all I knew. So what I'm saying to you, it's not your fault. But now it's time to deal. We gotta, come on, we gotta re, 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 redo this thing all over again. And it's not gonna take long. That's the beautiful part about it. <laughs> All you have to do is think. It's a mindset, mind change. All you have to do is say, I refuse. When I think about the situation when I lost my son, and I remember everybody was telling me how hard it was gonna be for the first year, and I, I, I began to plan. I, I remember, I, um, Tony is here, and I, I, I gave myself a, a, a memorial because I kept saying, they're telling me it's going to be a, the hardest time. And one thing about me, if you tell me something, I'm going to get myself together. I'm, 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 I'm going to plan. I'm going to figure out what can I do to make it better. So I began to do that. But I remember one day I was walking in my dining room 
and there was a mirror on my wall. And as I began to walk by the mirror, I saw a reflection. I promise you, I promise you, saints of God, I looked at the mirror and I told God, I refuse. I said, I refuse. I said, although this is the greatest pain in my life, but I refuse to be old and bitter over it. I said that for my life. I spoke the words for my life and he brought that back to my remembrance. And not only that, thank God, as time went on, he caused me to, to meet with apostle and got counseling. But I had to say it for myself. Because I know some people have lost people and they still mourning them. Uh-uh. <laughs> I want you to know as a living witness, as a living testimony, that God can do whatever. There's nothing too hard for him. You say that, you know, when you lose a child, that, that's the hardest thing a person can do. But look at God. Look what God is doing. So if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. Addiction have no problems. We do. It's not the addiction. Our minds want to stay in that place. But know this. God is faithful. You have got to make a declaration for yourself. You have got to say the words out of your own mouth. You have got to believe that this is it. I'm not doing it no more. You have got to motivate yourself. David began to motivate himself. David began to speak. We always talk about David was after God's own heart. Well, guess what? We are too. We're foot runners for Jesus. So guess what? Motivate yourself. I'm delivered from this. Your strongholds are broken. I'm no longer part of your demise. But I will be the child that God has called me to be. I'm no longer an orphan spirit. But I belong to the most high God. Who is the author and finisher of my faith. You can't come in and you can't come out. He's taking care of that. The blood. The blood have power. Number five, we should ask the Lord for supernatural acknowledgement or knowledge or power or even, even supernatural strength in the word because our flesh can't go there as we can see. Our flesh cannot do the things of the spirit. So ask God for that position, that place. We must take our places and present our cases before, before the Lord. God is the only person that will cause a shift in your life. And when you begin to acknowledge him, when you begin to acknowledge his will, God is going to do what he said he's going to do in your life. But you have got to will over. Amen? There must be those who recognize the courts. God, he presents before us our arguments, our petitions. But a lot of us are not praying and that breaks his heart. I did all this and you're not enjoying all that. You can enjoy all this, all this benefits that I have for you, but you decide to 
live outside the courts of heaven. Some of y'all living in the valley of Becca. And God is saying, I told you to sit at the king's table. I told you to preach my gospel. But you're causing your own delay. The next time you put something on Facebook, talk about yourself. Nobody else is doing anything to us. When you think about your bloodline and you decide to allow that curse to stay activated in your life. The next time you put something on Facebook, you speak about yourself. It ain't the pastors, it's not the apostles, it's not the prophets, it's ourselves. My God. Come on. God awaits us. He is waiting our cases. He's waiting for us to plead our cases before him. He will reveal supernatural knowledge before us. And that which is the issues in our bloodline, God will deliver us when we begin to plead before him. Father, I don't want this anymore. Don't lay it there and take it back. But lay it there. Leave it there. Now run. That same place. That place I told you to go back to. That dark seated place. Now it's time for you to begin to plead the word of God. You've got to lift your hands and you've got to say, I want to be delivered. Number six, when we're dealing with the bloodlines, when it is possible, try to connect with a prophetic seer. Sometimes you do need another person. And, they, and it, it is, it's talked about a prophetic seer because a seer can see way in a, in a spiritual dimension. And one thing about the apostle cells, I, I know that we have people online, so I can't speak for every church, but I can tell you what happens here. I thank God for the visionary of our house because she aligned things up for us that we have everything we need in the house. You don't have to go outside the house. You choose to go outside the house. And see, when you know that we have seers that can help you, and it's confidential. We have a prayer line that's confidential. But we're walking around in embarrassment. Your actions is louder than your embarrassment. Come on. So you might as well just, oh, well, take off the wig. Here I am, Lord. It's me. Come on. No, yes, we can. Oh, yes, we can. Because, see, I, I'm, I'm going to be open. I, I'd rather talk about myself than for you to talk about me. That way, when you have something to say, guess what? I'm not bothered. There's a freedom. Been too far. Did too much to stop here. We have to take back what God has given on to us. And that's our freedom. Number six. The fact that we're dealing with our bloodline. Once again, talk to a seer. Is it always necessary? Is it something that you can do for yourself? Then do that. But they're available in the house. Number seven. My last point, even in the cleansing of our bloodlines, we have to know that even in list of Colossians 2 and 14, but when it talks about the natural and the spiritual things, we know in both areas of our life, we got to know that even in a supernatural place, that we have to be clothed. Hallelujah. We can't walk around with filthy garments on. I don't care what we do naturally for ourselves. I don't care what you look for. I see, all this stuff will pass away in a natural sense, but what we deal with and how we function in a supernatural is really what helps us. It's really what we need even when Christ comes. You understand? So that's why we have to know that our spiritual aspect have to be healed and set free and delivered. 
So you have to decree for yourself. You have to believe God and say, I want to be washed from this. I want to be cleansed from this. I want the, the blood that has forgiven me. Forgive me from the curses that I had no, no power over. It was not my thought. But God is here in the house on today. And the finished work that was done on the cross, God is faithful. You don't have to ask another question. You don't have to say, God, why, why me? Why is this happening to me? He already answered it on the cross. He took care of everything that we would ever feel. He felt it on the cross. Everything that you would ever deal with, it was done on the cross. There is nothing that is new to you that you're going through that Christ don't know. So let him be your healer on today. I don't want to live in this cursed life anymore. I love my family. I love my mother. I love my father. I love my grand. Call it out. I love my children. I love everything around me. But I will not live in the place of a curse anymore. You can't clap because you don't believe it. You've got to believe that today. The work that was done on the cross was for you. Not for the leaders. You have the power to revoke the curse. To shut down every accusation of the enemy. If you really knew how the enemy felt about you, you wouldn't even be sitting with him. You shut the doors, close the screen doors, close the, everything. Get out of my house. He just want to be accompanied into heaven. I mean, into hell. That's all he want. What are you going to do today? That seated, dark place that I asked you to go to. What are you going to do about it today? God has given us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I remember I dealt with the spirit of heaviness for three years. And I didn't even know what it was. So I'm just going to take it for granted. Maybe some people just don't know what you're dealing with. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't. I was giving my coworkers trouble. I know they were so happy when I got delivered. <laughs> because the spirit of heaviness will cause you to be moody, mood swings. Then you'd be like, nice, hi. Then you're like, hi. But it's the spirit of heaviness. When I got delivered. And guess what happened? I was sitting in the apostle's office talking about being embarrassed because it happened. <laughs> you know that demon that was in me, <laughs> that spirit? I just changed right in front of her. She was writing at her desk, and all of a sudden she looked up. And I was in because I knew she saw it. I said, oh my God, she see me. And I felt like it, whatever it was, I ain't know what to do. So she said, it's the spirit of heaviness. But after you know what it is, it has no choice but to go. So that place where you are, after you know what it is, it has to go. Because you can decree and declare, I am healed, I'm set free, and I plead the blood of Jesus over me. The bloodline that you've been going through, and even sometimes when you pray, like I said, call out your family's name. Well, you don't understand. We, we dealing with some witchcraft. Witchcraft. Yeah, witchcraft has no power over Jesus. 
He's given us all power and dominion. We can bind it up now. We can walk over serpents and scorpions and we, listen, we preach it. We talk about these scriptures all day long, but then we run and we tuck tail when it's time to live them. But God is telling us that we have the right to go to the courts of heaven. And how many people want to go to the courts of heaven with me? Come on, we got clean hands and we have pure heart before God. There is nothing too hard for the Father. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ever ask or think according to the power that's working in me. Well, all right. Satan has no power. Only when you give him power. That's why he's on the outside of the inner courts. That's why he's, he's looking. And so if he can frustrate you and, and keep you to a point where you can't go in, hey, he want company. But you've got to know that I am going to go into the holies of holies with the Father. I am going to commune in the holies of holies. Amen? We've got to trust God that no matter what you're going through in this season, God is able. The Bible talks about who is thy mother and thy father. You've got to get to a point where if something is, is, is tormenting you in the mother and father's situation, hey, hey, you've got to step aside. Somebody said, well, that's my mother, that's my father. But anything that causes you not to be in the, in the power and in the might of Christ, you've got to lay that aside. He is your father he is your mother. When you gave your life to Christ, you are not your own. You've been brought with a price. You've been purchased by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. He was the propitiation for our sins. And in Christ Jesus, we live, move, and have our being. There's absolutely nothing too hard for Christ. He can change the hearts and minds of your mother and your father. And why are you sitting there acting like you have no help? I want you to know that God is faithful. That promise. There's absolutely no way that you are going to stand walk in this place of an undefeated foe. That's how I used to get when I used to get into a fight, y'all. So I'm walking with you in that deep place. We're going on a journey. And I want you to know this. When you come out, you're not going to be dealing with that situation anymore. Why? Because you're going to decree and declare that God is faithful. You're going to decree and declare that you're shutting down every accusation that the enemy has come to bring to your life. We keep saying he's like a royal lion with no teeth. Then why is he jacking you up? If he's a royal lion with no teeth, put him in his right place. I refuse. I refuse. And you got to decree and declare it. We are overcomers in Christ Jesus. And guess what? It is the power of God unto salvation. Go ahead, come on, so going to preach. I'm going to sing. Come on, God is faithful. He is faithful. We bless God for all that he's doing in our lives. We bless God because we don't want to miss another opportunity outside of his will for us. Because he died for us and we keep asking him, we keep asking him to do something. Then he said, tell him, Joy, I already did it. They keep asking me to move on a situation that I hung on a cross for. I hung on a cross and I did it. Why you keep asking me to move? He said, I'm telling you to move. I'm telling you to go into that place. I'm telling you to decree and declare. I'm telling you to take your cases and bring it to me. I'm telling you to plead your cases, your cases to me. I don't have to move another inch. If I had to move, I don't need you. So come on. 
Trust God in every aspect of your life. Trust God for your healing. I don't care if everybody know about your situation. The best thing you could ever do is get delivered and be in a good, holy place with God. Forget about what people got to say. Well, that's embarrassing. I know what happened to this person. It's a testimony. He said we overcome by our testimony, right? Give a good God-giving testimony about it. You say it before they do. Listen. It's time for us to realize that God is faithful. It's time for us to realize that the power that we pray about, the power that we sing about, the power that we live, the power that we hear. We come here every single Sunday. Whether it's in the parking lot, you're showing that you love God. You're standing in the parking lot, <laughs> but you can't get delivered. We got to break the curse. How do we break the curse? We decree and declare over our own life. We make a declaration before the Lord. I shall live and not die. I will declare the works of the Lord upon my life. The word says that no weapons formed against me will prosper. And guess what? Every tongue that rises up against me shall be condemned. Satan, you have no power. Satan, in the name of Jesus. Oh, guess what? Now that he know that he can't do nothing, now he's sending his imps. Don't be mad. Don't be scared of his imps. Guess what? You still have the authority. Hallelujah. Yes, you by yourself. You still have the authority. So we bless God. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Whatever it is in your bloodline that you want to bring before God, all you have to do is give it to him. That's it. Just lay it before God. Lay it before God. Father, I don't want to live like this no more. I don't want this part of my life. I want to be pleasing in your sight. I want my garments to be changed. I want clean, rich, new robe that I can go into the holies of holies. You said be holy for I am holy and I want to be holy and I want to enjoy the benefits that you have given unto me. No longer bound. I am free in Jesus. I praise God for all that he's doing in my life. I never thought I would bounce back from a loss like that. But look at God. If he can do it for me, he'll do it for you. Come on. And guess what? I'm going to say something. It wasn't really about my son. It was really about this moment. That was supposed to frustrate me and take me out, curse God, and die. That was the enemy. That was the accuser. Well, what about you? How long are you going to stay in that place? He wants you to curse God and die. So he's figured, okay, you know what? I can't get you this way. I'm going to get you that way. So I'm going to get you right now where everybody can look and see. Look at you. You don't look like you're doing real good. Look at you. Look like you little falling all over the place. Look at you. You look like you're a defeated foe. And the word says what? Anything that goes against the word is the enemy. So today we have a freedom. Today we are free saints of God. And it's up to you to lift up your cup. For surely goodness and mercy runneth over. Guess what? I am free in Jesus. His mercies are new every day. Hallelujah. I can go to the Father. Guess what? You are walking in a place you have not asked for forgiveness. Not only did you not ask for forgiveness, but you didn't ask for forgiveness Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you wonder why we're stuck. Confess. Confess before him now. Father, I confess. I want to be better. 
Your word is telling me to confess. Your word is telling me I am healed. Your word is telling me that my bloodline is cleansed. Because why? I had a mindset. My mindset is new. Guess what? Don't be transformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We can't conform to it. To the thinking. The bad thoughts of the enemy is in you. It's plaguing you. The whispers are plaguing you. You gotta live in a place of freedom. Somebody said, I can't sleep. Why not? I go to sleep every night. And I pray for people all the time. Your warfare is not taking me over. Why? Because I serve a perfect God. I anoint myself in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, you know I live in this house by myself. I will not be standing up tormented. I'm going to sleep. And if I'm crying, it's because I'm worshiping you. I'm not crying out of defeat. I'm not crying out of that I don't know, understand what's going on with my life. Oh, God, what am I going to do? Tell them I died for you. When you get up this Sunday morning, let them know. Any questions that you have for me, take it to the cross. I'm not beating you up. I just want you to know the severity of you allowing yourself to live in a place that is cursed when God says you are blessed. You can't allow curses to overtake you. God, you gave me life and that more abundantly. So I'm going to live a wholesome and well-balanced life. Spiritually, physically, and mentally. Everything will be sound. Everything will be stable. I don't care. I'm still growing. There are still things I need to do. No problem. Don't worry. God is going to do it. You want to be healed? God would heal you, Joy. But God, I keep saying I'm the same person. I keep saying this. That's all right. Lay it on the altar. And guess what? Let the work begin. Don't just stop. Keep going. They say something negative about you? Don't just stop. Keep going. He said, when you please God, I will even make your enemies be at peace with you. So they got something bad to say about you? Bless them. Don't curse them. Love them. And those are the things that we have to learn as Christians. We don't, we don't, we don't have that yet. We're, we're fighting. We're fighting our way through. And God is teaching us you don't have to fight anymore. But rest in me. It's the peace that surpasses all understanding. When you keep your heart and mind stayed on me, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For it's easy. My burden is light. Guess what? Take it upon you. Take it upon you. Put it, put it over you. Put it around you. God has given us a spirit of praise. Now you take that garment of praise and you put it over you and you put it around you. And guess what? That situation may not change, but you have changed. There's a mindset. And guess what? The same people, they'll look at you and say, what's going on with you? Guess what? I'm not stuck. Well, my family deals heavily in situations. You have the power to change. All you have to do is pray. The reason why there's no results is because you're not in the courts of heaven. When we began to go into the courts of heaven, apostles raising up WWI's intercessors. And I'm telling you, it's so powerful. You got to understand that this, when you're going through situations, sometimes you'll be in your own battle. But one thing about God, he is faithful. He will bring you through. 
You just still got to continue to pray for others. As intercessors, you got to still continue to lift up other people and your house on fire. Everything's going on in your life, but guess what? You continue to pray and lift up people. Everything is going on in your life. I have this. I don't have that. My finances are jacked up, but you continue to pray for other people. God will take care of you. Never have I seen a righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You can bank on it. I promise you, everything you need, God is going to give it to you. So that's deep-seated place where you find yourself. Give it to God right now. You lift it up to him. Because now you have already put on the spirit of the praise of garment upon you now. Your, cho- your uh, garments have been changed. Because your, re- your mind has been renewed. Somebody says, is this that easy, that simple? No, you're just comfortable in that place. And it's time for you to come out of that comfortable place. Yes, it's just that easy. The word is our life. The word is our foundation. Trust God in it. The cleansing of our bloodline is what God wants for us. We have to move from spirit to to the supernatural place that God has destined us to be in. For he said, I know the plans for your life, and I come to give you a purpose, a hope, and a future. And guess what? You've got to live in that place. God is faithful. He's faithful in every aspect of our lives. Prophetically, I want you to know that I I have my phone. There is a prayer that I want to pray. for the people. Uh, if you can find my phone, it's just right there. There's a prayer that I want to pray because I, I realize that sometimes people are afraid to come out of the dark place. People are afraid to come out of that place, and that is not of God. That's not of God, saints. First, you have to be willing and ready to be delivered. So I ask you, before I do this prayer, do you want to be delivered? Do you want to live the life that Christ died for? Or do you rather just sit at the kitchen table with your girl and talk about how bad it is? After a while, people are going to stop partnering up with you. And it's time for us to get into a place where there's a cleansing in our lives and that is through the word. You stand on your feet. Bless Jesus. It's a quick prayer. And I want you to pray it with me. You can repeat it after me. But the situation, that seated place, you lift it up before the Lord. We lift it up before him. I want to be whole. I want to be better. I want to live. How am I supposed to live in Christ Jesus? Some of us don't want to deal with the parents because I know we say it was honor, but some of it is fear. And that's a difference when there's honor versus fear. And we ought to fear no man. Because what you're doing, you're holding them up when you don't release them. 
because God wants you delivered and he wants them delivered as well. But because of your fear and your complacency, God can't deal with them as well. But if you will take a leap of faith on today, I promise you, God is faithful. I wasn't trying to say anything to hurt your feelings. I was like one of those little sisters that when you got into a fight and it was a one-on-one, -on -one, you wouldn't jump in. You just let them fight. So only thing I was doing today, I was just yelling in your ear to fight back. Fight back, you can win. So when you're about to fight an individual, fight them and you better win this time. Cause you're not going to be, I'm in your ear right now. You're not gonna be taken out this time. Guess what? You'll say nobody care. No, people do care. But after a while you just get tired, tired of watching you go through this pain. But you got the power to release the fragrance of worship upon your life. We talked about filthy garments. That's why you don't feel nothing. Your garments are stained, they're dirty. But there's an exchange today. Thank you, Father. I believe that true deliverance can happen right now. I thank you for the power and the authority that you've given on to us. I don't want to just rob, rob, rob the word when it's preached. I want to feel the manifestation of the preached word in my life. I want the words out of the word, the Bible, to leap up and cause me to live a wholehearted life before you, an authentic life before you. I don't want to keep running in and out of the courts. One minute I got it, the next minute I don't. I refuse to allow the enemy to keep making me look crazy when you did all that for me on the cross. That's why I trust them today, saints. People will say, I don't know what I would do if I lost anyone like that. Yeah, it was tragic, but God is faithful. Next week, I'll be celebrating my son's anniversary. But do I look consumed? by it no I'm in a good place my brothers and my sisters I want you to be in a good place I've tried the spirit for myself and the end result is he did it for me he'll do it for you that's his ultimate motive today is that thing that has been tormenting you that you will be delivered from it today some of you I feel your, your weight I feel the weight I feel the weight I feel the weight I feel the weight but in my intercession I lift it up oh father Father, we lift it up before you. I tread it in some deep, dark places. But I know that you 
are the healer. And just like we said, you stand up in the courts of heaven, waiting for our cases to be plead. He waits for you, my brothers and my sisters. Open up your mouth while the anointing is here and begin to plead your case before him. Never miss an opportunity when the prophetic utterance is moving. Jesus, Jesus. Some of you are so bad that you see the problem, but you can't even speak about it. So just say Jesus. Just say Jesus. 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 After today, I'm no longer bound in this place. I'm no longer bound. I've been set free. This is how I know when deliverance, I, I got my, I'm very dry, but it's okay. God has equipped me. He's teaching me even as an intercessor. He said, you're gonna go, you're gonna learn how to go deeper. And he's causing a shift in my life. He's causing a shift in your life. We get super, 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 super dope teaching from our apostle. And I'm quite sure she want to see you healed and blessed. I know it will lay heavy on our heart when the people are not living in a place of prosperity. She's done so detox just to help to get us out of the dark place. She's doing mentorship every Tuesday just to get us out of the seated, deep, dark place. So what are we doing? You have somebody champion for you, not only for God, but she champions for us as a leader. There's absolutely no excuse for this, you guys. Yeah, I'm coming down. I just want to be honest with you. There's no excuse for this, my brothers and my sisters. We can be healed from every situation in our lives. Nothing should hold us back. And you can't blame anybody. But what you can do is allow the Lord to be your defense, your healer. If you need to go home tonight and pray for your family, lay your anointed hands on them and tell God that you will begin to plead your case before him. God is faithful. There is deliverance and healing for you. He has changed your garments. You look beautiful in the spirit realm. You look beautiful in the spirit realm. Repeat after me. Dear Lord, we humbly come before thee. Father, with a repentant heart, we apply the blood of Jesus over our lives. 
over our children's lives and over our entire bloodline as we repent for every negative word, every thought, every deed. We repent for every sin, transgression, and the iniquity of entire bloodline. And we ask you, Father, to cleanse us all clean. White as snow, break off every familiar spirit that keeps us in this circle of abuse or addiction. Or hinder us from our relationship with you. We thank you that you have given us this means to come before you and to get clean. We thank you that you and we, and that, excuse me, we thank you that we have your DNA. within us and as your sons and your daughters I ask you to help me to walk in a full life with you thank you for the planned life that you have given unto me I decree and declare no weapons formed against me will prosper I decree and declare we shut down the whispers of the enemy and the accusations that he tries to bring before me. I am free and I'm set free. I'm so free. I'm so free. Thank you in the matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. thank him come on and thank him oh hey I'm gonna shut up oh shit man no no I'm gonna shut here I'm gonna shut here oh shut up oh god oh no 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 shut up oh god oh thank you thank you time. Bless our God. The clapping of your hands is going to symbolize, it symbolizes, hallelujah, that he is able. And it is well, it is well with my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You have done it again. You have not left me. And he will never leave you. Be blessed, saints of God. Blessings.